I V M. This show is brought to you by IVM Podcast. At IVM, we strive to get you the best podcast every week, week in and week out. This has been a great week on IVM. We're launching a new show on the 21st of May, hosted by Veda. It's called Who's Your Mommy? And it's all about motherhood. I think you guys are really, really going to enjoy that. Also, check out Cyrus Says. He had Tanvi Mehra this week as a guest. Tanvi basically is a yoga instructor and she makes Cyrus do yoga in the studio. That's quite fun. Also, make sure you catch Simplified this week. Chuck, Narayan, and Shrikhet talk about how Facebook is targeting you. And, well, given the news these days, I'm sure that's something that's of interest to everybody. On Pesa Vesa this week, Anupam talks to Kosta Belapurkar. He's the director of fund research at Morningstar, and it's a really interesting episode that gets into the ins and outs of mutual funds. Please definitely do check that out. So, guys, we also have a great new Hindi show called Pulia Bazi. This last Thursday, we released an episode around the Indian-Afghanistan relationship over the years, and it's really, really interesting. The show is hosted by Pranay and Saurabh, both of whom are part of the Takshashila Institute, and uh, I think that we're very glad to have them as part of the IVM family. And guys, just as a reminder, please follow us on social media as IVM Podcast. Please do reach out. We would love to hear from you. Also, wherever you're listening to this podcast, please see if you can give us a rating over there or if you can give us a review over there, whether that's Apple Podcasts or whether that's CastBox or wherever you're listening to your podcast or the IVM app for that matter. It's a really good app. You should check it out. And now let me get you onto your show. You're listening to TFG Football. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of TFG Indian Football Podcast. Chiranjit is in his hometown. I am in my hometown. And here we are together again, apart but connected to the podcast and uh, Again, uh, what's uh, you know have uh, w- what's in common for both of us is uh, both of us are drained out. One of us is drained out after the heat, and the other one is drained out after a long, long, long writing about uh, you know, a lot of things uh, that uh, you know it comes as a surprise to many, but not as a surprise uh, for the ones who've been following Indian football. Yes, we are talking about uh, the points that uh, Chiranjit has got his hands on uh, the FIFA document that. Uh, uh, he got hold of and uh, Lord Co- <laughs> okay <laughs> so that so that's you know uh, that's a treasure that he's uh, got hold of and he's already shared the pearls of uh, of wisdom that he uh, had to find out from that obviously there is more to it than what you hear and what then what you see here we are talking about that obviously uh, to some extent uh, we already have an extensive episode uh, with uh, Chiranjit and uh, Nikhil in the TFG tackles, uh, but we will just go uh, you know, on top of that uh, uh, before we hand o- head on to big uh, news uh, that is coming on from the international camp. Uh, but Chiranjit, uh, before we get into that, uh, uh, we, we we cannot skip talking about uh, this one Indian club that is making history and uh, yet another knockout stage uh, uh, appearance for Bengaluru FC. And yeah. uh, what a drama that was. You know, nothing was in the hand. All they wanted to do is uh, win and then hope uh, a miracle happens. And it did happen uh, as all. Turned out to be saviors for Bengaluru FC, uh, beating New Radiant Sports Club there, and uh, what a night that was! Yeah. What a night! Yeah, I think I think Bengaluru FC should, uh, you know, just acknowledge the coach who has uh, brought them this far. You know, just uh, given them direction, uh, got them points uh, uh, in uh, in Guwahati and other places uh, when they were uh, playing. And, uh, you know, just stayed with them till the last moment. And when they needed it, uh, he delivered a very sensational win that uh, got them into the AFC Cup knockouts. I'm, of course, talking about Santosh Kashyap. 
you know, the whole credit goes to him. Bengaluru FC should send him like the gift hamper that Bengaluru FC often sends uh, at the end of the season to rival clubs. Uh, they should send like five or six to as well as a couple of them for Santos Kashyap. Uh, and because I seriously going in there, I everybody knew that Bengaluru FC was going to win like they were uh, in some fashion. Uh, nobody expected it to be dominant that much, but yeah, we knew Bengaluru FC was going to do it, but. Aizawa FC going out there and uh, holding up, just just playing that desperate brand of football that they did. Uh, it uh, that was a surprise. That was a delight to watch, and uh, it it kind of reminded me of some of the matches that uh, India plays at the international stage. We know that we are not the best team on the pitch. We are uh, on the defense, but that spirit shown through. You know. Uh, okay, they knew they were going to defend. They knew they had to have numbers on the bat, but they fought resolutely and they took their chances when when it came their way. And that's what in the end football is all about. The best team doesn't always win. The team with more spirit, uh, you know, takes takes the. Uh, just, I, I I just I just ran out of words to describe Azor FC's win against uh, New Radiant. It. It was really, you know, it felt yeah, as they, if uh, it was two Indian clubs, uh, you know, trying to save each other. But it was more as well yeah. trying to give in that, uh, you know, uh, that extra bit of effort that they needed, that platform, you know, for uh, Bengaluru have to reach to reach the quarterfinals, uh, to to reach yeah, the knockouts. It was no longer yeah. in their hands. It yeah. was Bengal- and and you have to remember when Bengaluru FC were playing and absolutely decimating uh, Abahani, they didn't know whether it was going to pay off, right? So in in a way. Both of them went out there to just fight for pride. Either FC had no way to reach the uh, knockout stages, so they were just purely fighting for pride. And Bengaluru FC didn't know even if they won. Uh, for for all intents and purposes, uh, they probably assumed like let's not even worry about it because Either FC probably are not going to hold a uh, new radiant. So let's just give it our best and finish the season in style. And uh, what they got on top of it was a bonus. But it was it was just two teams playing for pride. One being dominant, and the other saying, uh, they, because they knew this was going to be their last game in the Asian level in a long time. Because of course they're not in, uh, they didn't win any uh, in either. They didn't win the I League this time, so they're not in Asia next season. They'll have to win the top division. Maybe restructuring. Pata nahi kya hoega. You just don't know when Ayurvedi will play in Asia again. Yeah. So they wanted to end it. On a high note, they wanted to have something to show for it. Like we did something, and uh, we made something of ourselves when we went out and played in Asia. There's a little and bit of uh, Santosh Kashyap over here. You know, uh, just uh, yeah. coming back uh, to the Mumbai FC days. Obviously, we are not Mumbai. Not many uh, Mumbai FC fans will be happy about this. But you know, what is the kind of football that he played towards uh, you know, to end of this season? And uh, what if you know th- this was uh, this could have been the result against uh, some of the teams that came to Mumbai FC when he was in charge? You know, we saw a similar kind of uh, well, game play. No. See, when he was, he was a very different coach. I think when he was at Mumbai FC, because uh, he comes to Mumbai FC talking about top three and uh, attacking football, amazing Indian, incredible aliens, all that. Fantastic stuff. for uh, us. Yeah, but but what happened? What happened with the Aizawa FC team? He he defended. He went in there knowing he would have to defend, and he defended, and he came out on top using. This is this is like almost of a. Uh, Khalid Jamil 
kind of football that uh, Azure FC played. And I think that they benefited because the club was already used to that brand of football from before. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it, it's, a, it's a completely different thing that paid off. He, he didn't go in there with arrogance. He went in there uh, you know, with some critical thinking about what is possible with the players that he had. So, hats up to him. But this is still not the Santosh Kashyap that was at Mumbai FC. This <laughs> may be, maybe it's, it's, it's the Waingawala uh, Santosh Kashyap that's making a comeback. But uh, I, I would say the situation is a little bit different because that Royal Waingu team had uh, a little bit more flair than uh, yeah. this Azure FC team. So, yeah. Yeah. And uh, talking about uh, obviously uh, so many about so many things about uh, everything else other than Bangalore FC, uh, the team in picture is a Bangalore FC. Now they have made it to the past uh, to the knockout stages, and uh, Albert Roca ends on a high, and he gets them to the quarterfinals. Uh, and yeah. uh, this is where you know I think he came into to the team as well when Ashley Westwood yeah. uh, left the team, and uh, he was in charge of the knockout stages. You know they're just uh, coming back. Uh, to where he joined in and uh, that's where he's leaving the team on a high and uh, it, it's been a great season for them a uh, uh, couple of trophy, trophies under his name and uh, uh, what a way to finish off his uh, you know, tenure at the club yeah so uh, it seems like he uh, you know highlighted the Bengaluru FC legacy uh, in this match you know the way the team was set up uh, you had uh, uh, you know Sunil Udanta Subhashish uh, Nishu uh, uh Maria. These are all, you know, players that you identify with uh, Bengaluru FC. You know, uh, uh Malsongzuala. These, these are all guys that you, uh, that you just think of as players who have really benefited from being in Bengaluru FC and being a part of that system. So, yeah, just, just look at the way the goals were created. You know, uh, three assists. For Sunil Chetri, of course, he, he gave a beautiful gift to uh, Oroka on his last game. Uh, Nishu was coming out. Nishu, we just know he is, uh, he is somebody who uh, has benefited, like developed so much ever since he has joined uh, in Bengaluru FC. A couple of years we used to hear about like all Bengaluru FC staffers and fans going, Nishu, he, he's going to be the one, you know, he's, he's the up and coming guy. And uh, uh, now we, we see exact what he can do you know out there and uh, fantastic night for him uh, Udanta was doing so well a three goals scored by Indians you know and, and the fourth one had a, had an uh, assist from an Indian that, that's Bengaluru FC yeah. you know that's that's dominance we are supposed to you know and given the kind of standards that we have in India we are supposed to get two three goal wins uh, over the uh, you know a team like uh, Abahani, especially when they're playing with two foreigners. So yeah, it's that's that's what happened. Uh, you know, it, it it's a little bit. Uh, you know, I, I I wish they had gotten a draw away away in Maldives at at least. We wouldn't have seen the desperation at the last moment. But you know, at the end they came out on top. So that's it. That's 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 all you want. They they uh, what do you call it? They're Journey in Asia continues and yeah. it's so fitting because when Albert Roca came in, he took over from somebody else who had uh, taken uh, Bengaluru FC into the knockouts. So now he has left Bengaluru FC in the same position uh, in the knockouts of AFC Cup and whoever is going to come in is going to benefit from it. So it's, yeah. uh, so Roca's perfect parting gift to the club.
Right, right. And that uh, brings us to the end of the first half of the show. We will head on to a break. And on the other side, we've got national football team uh, quotes coming up. Quotes from the coach. Yes, that's on the other side. Come back to us after the break. Yeah. It's IBM here. Let's go. We the IBM kids on the block over here. Just the talk, taking a break from producing all day. Coming on this podcast because we got stuff to say. IBM Daily is the name of the show. Monday to Friday, we ready to go. Talking about stuff in our head. We might even talk about our favorite bread. Signing out, it's IBM here, the podcast network that's in your ear. Catch IBM Daily, Monday to Friday, on the IBM Podcast app or wherever you get your podcast. Welcome back after the break, guys. And as we promised, uh, we will be getting you quotes. And here we are, quotes coming on from uh, the national team. Uh, they are in Mumbai. We are. I am in Mumbai. Chiranjit will be back in Mumbai. Uh, but what's happening here, apart from the hot weather, is some hot news. Some big, big statements coming out from the mouth of the national team coach, Stephen Constantine. He says, who in the right mind can complain about the national team or the coach? If you have a complaint, it must be because you don't like me or you don't like the way we play football. I don't care. Chiranjit, is uh, is this uh, a rant? Uh, is this uh, a giving back of all the criticism that uh, Coach Stephen Constantine has been getting because we lost that one game against Kyrgyzstan or is he rightly uh, he is right in what he's saying. Yeah, well, uh, you know, you can't really expect this national team to play, uh, you know, uh, Zinga or Tiki Taka you know, or some elevated style of football, right? And uh, it's it's not like we have players that are that good who can entertain us as well as deliver results. Even in Bob Houghton's time, we had, uh, you know, long ball football and, uh, uh, you know, just physical defense and all of that because that's what we have to do if we have to survive in the international stage with this these players. Uh, maybe maybe in 10 years that scene is going to change but we should not expect uh, beautiful football from uh, uh, this thing from uh, Indian national team and the other thing that we should not expect is uh, is personal talent football. You know, uh, and and this is something uh, that I have been thinking about. This is something that's been a contention with uh, Stephen Constantine that he does not go for some of the players who are doing so well in the national leagues. Uh, but uh, I'm I'm not trying to justify it. Maybe if uh, maybe if Suseraj is in the national team, he's gonna uh, provide us more goals and all that stuff. Uh, maybe if uh, you know Romeo and uh, Brandon. Uh, and uh, a lot of uh, others who are out there, uh, you know, maybe maybe they will uh, play better. Uh, definitely, that that possibility is there. But what Constantine thinks is that even though they are like really talented players in India, when they're going up and facing uh, some tough opponent, they will look mediocre. So it's more important for him, and I'm just trying to uh, understand how he thinks here. So it's more important for him to just get players who can play a certain kind of game rather than players who have a little bit of talent in the Indian circuit. Uh, but in comparison, when you're playing uh, uh, in Asian Cup or something like that, 
uh, that's going to fade. That's not going to matter because uh, uh, he can't play the game he plays uh, in I League or ISL uh, uh, in in Asian Cup or or even uh, a well uh, put together opponent. You know, I'm, I'm, uh, one one good example is uh, how Shillong Lajong uh, beat ISL teams in uh, in the Super Cup. Okay. There's no question that uh, ISL teams had better individual players. Like even Isolevsky got wins in Super Cup against ISL teams. Yeah, those those teams had uh, better individual players. They had the pick of the best players in Indian football. But what happened there was that Isolevsky or Shillong Lajong just had that extra bit of uh, teamwork with them. You know, and and if you have a good blood and sweat team which is giving its all and playing a very uh, limited or determined or precise brand of football, they can get a win against uh, a team that's, that maybe has better players than them. You know, uh, one recent example would be the Isol FC versus Abahan uh, and uh, Isol FC versus New Radiant game. Right? New Radiant had better players, Isol FC got the win. So that that's, I think, what uh, uh, Stephen Constantine is trying to do here. So he likes players, likes strikers who are good off the ball, you know, and and that's that's his contention for a lot of really good, uh, you know, uh, good scorers in Indian football that he doesn't like is that they expect the ball to come to them and then they just score the goals. And uh, what he says is that that may happen in I League or ISL, but it's not going to happen in an international match where we will have to chase more of the ball and the pressure will be way, way higher than a, uh, you know, a domestic game. Because we will we will vary. There will almost never be a scenario where we are dominating. You know? Yeah. So that, that's what he thinks and that's, the, that's what he goes with. And uh, maybe it doesn't look that, uh, that good, but as long as we get a few results here and there, I don't think we should complain because yeah, you know, these are not the guys who will take us into World Cup, for God's sake. So yeah, and I uh, think I think uh, on his part, yeah. yeah, on on the coach's yeah. part, I think he he has every right to reply to criticism uh, the way yeah. he would want to. Uh, obviously, there will yeah. not be many takers for that. No, but what he also mentioned is that. Uh, no, you have to stop uh, comparing uh, the Indian team against, you know, uh, up, no, compare the Indian team with, you know, standard of play. Like uh, you're talking about uh, Barcelona, he did mention yeah. that. Now, when you watch yeah. a team that has been well settled, that has been, you know, uh, groomed over the years, uh, that's club football, you don't expect the same from a team that has been, you know, down and out almost. And then you rise up in a way that you try to get the results along your favor and you know consistency yeah. is what we had been lacking you know one result here and there but a 13 game you know unbeaten streak uh, including one unofficial game that you know leaves you with a qualification for the asian cup which is a long distant dream when you are you know lagging at the bottom of the of the rankings yeah. and you no know, one achievement if you have to give it it is the it, it it is this uh, six games that we went uh, you know almost unbeaten in the last game of of the campaign is when we lost and you no know, if yeah. we just keep that aside it's it's important to understand uh, the the uh, the calendar that we follow in indian football is not very favorable favorable for any uh, coach and 
I think he did yeah. a tremendous job just to get hold of the team that he wanted to do and, and you know get past that finish line and qualification was all important and I I think we've done that with yeah. great might uh, so he's got every right to brag about it and and, and I I I will uh, stand by the statement that he said it might not be the best way to communicate uh, your emotions yeah. but it's out there you know you have it in front of you you've got your uh, results in your favor you've got the qualification to uh, to the asian cup and here you are talking about you know the brand of football that he's played obviously he's got every yeah. right to you know uh, question uh, yeah, what what your question yeah, come yeah 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 just we have to remember how indian team was when he came in uh, like we were going into soft championship and everybody was thinking uh, afghanistan was going to kick our ass right so that that's where we were and uh, we won that we uh, went on to uh, continue winning we were so used to losing before that and and that's something we should never forget we lost and lost and lost even 2015 was full of losses in the world cup qualifiers and we were in situations where uh, you know uh, isl was clashing with uh, the national team uh, and uh, they were he had trouble getting players out of those uh, isl teams uh, uh he wanted them four days earlier but of course uh, some uh, sometimes those players went outside uh, uh i think i think there were there was a instance or two where uh, the the players came back to india from a national team game and within 24 hours they were playing an isl game yeah. so it it was it was uh, a a complete chaos that he came in and and i also remember like one game i think took me stun away or something like that uh when he uh, when when india were stuck in an airport for more than a day and uh, hardly had any time to prepare so it it was it was all chaos that he that he was a uh, that he got to sort then after winning the soft championship when he earned the uh, you know trust of the federation that okay let him uh, you know try his hand at the asian cup qualifiers even at that time hardly anybody thought that we were going to make it to the asian cup and uh, he delivered that yeah. so he, he can he can only deliver that much he can't give us the moon right now i mean it's it's not it's not possible there's yeah. a very good chance that that he does not stay after the asian cup but because he is maybe the biggest reason the the prime factor in in india's uh, success in getting into the asian cup he deserves to stay and he deserves to uh, you know uh, just experiment uh, with the team try out new players and play the brand of football that he wants i i don't really think there's this there can be a too much weight of expectations on this team here yeah yeah and uh, also you know i should also mention this uh, this quote from him uh, apart from germany during the the 13 game unbeaten period there was no other team in that form that india were and you know that that's uh, uh, that's no 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 he should not have said that now that is something that is uh, <laughs> i will not agree to <laughs> no no yeah, well, you know on, on one man. side when you talk about uh, not comparing uh, the indian team with the other set exactly. teams you obviously you're contradicting yourself there you know again you put uh, put yourself again to, against with the best of the world and just uh, expect not not to be trolled on not to be talked about now that that was something you know yeah. uh, that that's gone overboard yeah i mean it's like it's like comparing uh, you know sunil chetri with messi just because uh, both of them scored a lot of international goals but 
it just doesn't happen you know the stats indian the world football is so diverse and it's got so much depth that numbers alone don't make anything so yeah he he again he's he's uh, trying to uh, defend himself here but but what 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 do you even say man he i don't think i don't agree with that comparison with germany at all <laughs> i mean but but i guess I guess I guess what he what he was trying to say is that uh, there are 200 countries playing football. Everybody wants to go in and beat and run, uh, and uh, and you know even it's not like others don't have the option of uh, you know organizing favorable fixtures. Actually, everybody does that. Everybody tries to game the rankings. Everybody tries to get the best possible yeah. uh, fixtures for them at their level. Everybody did that. Uh, only you know. India actually made it happen. You know, it, it's really rare for teams to, uh, you know, just stay unbeaten for that long. So, in in a way, it's okay. But you know, don't compare India with Germany. Come on, man. <laughs> but just, but uh, one thing that can be, you know, a proud moment for everybody is uh, uh, one of the most, uh, you know, one of the most, one of the active players in India, Sunil Chetri, is right up there. among the top active goal scorers uh, in the indian yeah, that, that, that is something that, to be that, proud of yes <laughs> that's that's a fallacy though you know if you, if you try to compare them as players with the other active high level goal scorers then that would be wrong so uh, i think i think it's the same thing same fallacy is going on this numbers don't mean anything in, in world football yeah. uh, when we are talking this kind of depth in uh, the spectrum of quality yeah All right, so that brings us to the end of the show, and uh, that was a long, long uh, talk about uh, what's going on in the Indian circuit. And uh, yes, uh, very close to uh, the Intercontinental Cup, uh, where uh, three nations will be coming in and playing in right here in Mumbai. We will be getting you right uh, all the live updates and uh, what's happening prior to the matches. Uh, do stay tuned at the Ray TFG Football is what you want to follow on Twitter, and you can also download the IVM podcast app and listen to TFG Football and or many other for shows that you would like to. Uh, it's available on Android and iOS. Uh, if you're listening to us on YouTube, do not forget to like, share, subscribe, and do let us know via comments what you thought about uh, all that we spoke about today. Till another episode, guys. Have a great day. Take care. There she stands, a podcast addict. Outside the bank, having travelled several miles to get in with other poor souls like her, the journey, though daunting for this youngling, will have some comfort because she has downloaded her favourite podcast. You can see more of her species on ivmpodcasts.com, your one-stop destination where you can check out the coolest. Indian podcasts happy listening